Uh, welcome to the Relationship Builder Podcast. This is Dr. Kevin Skinner with my friend and colleague, Brett Williams. Welcome, Brett. Glad to have you with us. I just wish everybody could see that energy of moving your arms around. I wish they could just see that. That's 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 who Brett is. Uh, he's got a birthday coming up. I think it's his, I don't know, 30, 30, 33rd, 40th, 30. <laughs> anyway, I want to just wish him a happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday to you, brother. All right. So today, we've had people uh, throughout our career. They come to us. They've had some kind of challenge in their relationship and they're like, how do I do this? How do I take a stand? I, I can't keep doing what we're doing. And really what they're talking about is establishing boundaries in their marriage. So today our topic is really going to be about boundaries in relationships and, and how, they're, um, how they can be implemented, but also why they're important. And, and sometimes we think of boundaries as, well, that's controlling. And this, this is exactly what we're not talking about. Boundaries are designed for a purpose. And what's that purpose? Mm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and yeah, and I think there's some uh, pretty big misunderstandings. L- let me give an example. So, if I am driving down the road, I, I run into boundaries all the time. I run into stop lights, stop signs. Hopefully, I don't run into them, <laughs> but I stop at them. That's a that's a social boundary, right? But what would happen if we didn't have any stop signs? Oh, can you imagine being at an intersection? What a mess. So so even society, we have to have some form of boundaries because without boundaries, there, there's usually some type of consequence. Really, then if we're, we talk about it that way, then really boundaries are agreements, commitments, right? So if I'm doing, say, premarital counseling, I would be asking questions like, what are you guys actually agreeing to? What, what does marriage mean? What are you saying you would do and what are you saying that you won't do? Yeah. It's it's a verbal agreement of what we're agreeing to do. I believe that the best marriages are the marriages where we make agreements and we keep them. So, Brett, I, I know as we were talking about this topic, one of the things that kept coming up is, you know, we, we often hear about control. Well, that's controlling. Let's talk about how boundaries are not controlling. Mm-hmm. 
because I don't want to set a boundary to control my spouse, to make them do something. That's that's not what we're talking about. A boundary is an agreement. If I want a healthy marriage, then you and I are going to agree to certain things. For example, is it okay just to go out and buy anything anytime you want to? Yeah, of course. I'm sure I'm sure Linda doesn't mind that at all. Is that is that why you're driving the brand new red Corvette? <laughs> He's not really but but the but the concept is we have to have agreements and and some of that's around finances. I remember early in our marriage my wife Katie and I we were you know we weren't we were poor college students you know how that is and we made an agreement that any expense over a certain amount had to be discussed because our budget was so tight. And and back then I mean I, I mean we're talking $50 would have been a huge huge blow to our budget. So we had an agreement, you know, that if these things are going to happen, if you're going to spend this, that that was a, an agreed upon boundary. But what happens when there's no boundaries? Mm-hmm. So two things come to my mind. So the first part with boundaries is it's not to control. The second part of it is it needs to be discussed and agreed upon, right? And Because let's say that it's one directional. In other words, I, I don't want this in our marriage, whatever the, this is. But you say, well, I don't have a big deal if, 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 you know, say, for example, going to the financial situation. Well, I don't, I don't care if you want to go spend money, you go spend money. Well, when we don't have structure, we have chaos. And, and, and so in that case, if one person's just spending and spending and spending and the other person is trying to manage a budget, you got one who's trying to create a boundary, the other person who's, who's not. And, and usually then we get into this conflict because I don't feel like you respect me. Well, I think you're trying to be controlling. How do we help couples when that's the case, Brett? Give us a few examples.
Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what you're saying there. I think couples really need to talk about that stuff early on of, of really what kind of a marriage, what, what, you know, what are our boundaries or what are the things that you expect? And, and when we talk about these expectations, we begin to understand each other more clearly. And that's really what couples should be doing as they start talking about marriage and this relationship. And when there are not um, when they haven't been discussed, they should be discussed, even if you're already married. And 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 you talked about. Per- Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it it's interesting that you bring up cussing. Uh, my son-in-law, uh, who uh, married my daughter Sarah, uh, they listen to our podcast on a regular basis, and 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 give me feedback. Well, he started the No Cussing Club. And, and 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 it's interesting because we clearly know where he stands, but but so do others. I mean, he had to do some really hard things when he was in junior high and high school. But but the no cussing club. I mean, he took on some pretty difficult conversations because he was m- made fun of and ridiculed. And and I appreciate somebody appreciate somebody who's willing to say this is my boundary, and I would appreciate it. And and that's a social way of saying it. So McKay Hatch, good on you for, for, for having your own boundary. And and to me, that's what we're talking about. Having a clear expectation. This is who I am. And when you're around me, I, I would appreciate this. And I think in married relationships, the, whether we're talking about finances or whether we're talking about, as you suggested, pornography, or maybe even tone of voice, yelling, uh, spanking, spanking children, right? And, and, and so part of these conversations are what kind of a climate do we want to have in our home? In other words, what kind of boundaries? And then if we can agree on these, then it's what my other uh, friend and colleague, uh, Lane Fisher said, he called them umbrella rules. And he said in healthy family, in, at least in our family, we created umbrella rules. And these are rules that the entire family could gather around and agree upon. And I think that's, I think it's a great idea. Here's, here's our family rules. Here's how we want to operate. And, and, and when we do that, the boundaries create structure. No structure leads to chaos. No boundaries leads to violation and differences. And what generally happens is we get hurt. Mm. 
Corvette. Woo, 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 woo. I can... <laughs> Great. Right, right. And, and so in, in that example, what happened when <clears throat> you sped? Nothing. Just absolutely nothing. So I don't respect it. I don't, I don't expect a consequence. And actually, I'm training you not to have a consequence. And, and that's the beginning part of a problem because at some point I've got to say, this is not working. And, and, and I don't know what to do about it. So there's a really important part of the way we describe boundaries that I think becomes a problem. And, and why do people call it controlling? Because they're like, oh, I, you're going to give me a consequence? I'm not a child. It's not about you. It's about me and what I can live with and what I can't live with. Mm-hmm. So, as you say, it's, it, boundaries are for safety. We might not even agree on these boundaries, but if we understand each other, then we can have a conversation, and it doesn't have to be combative. It at least helps me understand where you're at. So, I often find that people will get ran over emotionally, verbally. They won't say anything, and they don't, they're afraid to set boundaries because they're afraid that if they do, it will be too conflictual. Well, I have found almost the opposite. If I hold back, I, and we, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about resentment. If I hold back and I don't say anything and I just hold back and hold back and I start to resent you and I start to resent you, well, eventually I'm going to blow up. And when I blow up, it's really because I didn't set that boundary earlier. I didn't communicate my wants or my needs and the consequence of it is that we started fighting, arguing, not getting along. Mm-hmm. 
Great point. Great point. And and so part of it is, you know, it boundaries are good, but you can also have such strict boundaries that a person can't live up to them. Right? And, and part of that is you you should do, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do that. No, no, no. Again, remember boundaries in a relationship are about me. And the moment I start putting boundaries on you, our human disposition is to resist it or to agree but resent the fact that we're having to do this. Uh, I remember Ken Patey, our friend, he said, a man forced against his will remains the same still. All right, uh, as we get ready to uh, conclude today, Brett, uh, any any final thoughts that you have running through your mind Um Mm-hmm. So if you haven't talked about boundaries, and, and maybe even we, if we were to change the language, if you haven't talked about the way you want your marriage to be, what you would like it to be with really your agreements, what are we agreeing to in this marriage? If you haven't, I'm going to say, normally, Brett, you're the one who gives the assignment. Today, I'm going to give the assignment. I'm going to encourage you to sit down and identify the boundaries you want to have in your relationship. What what positive boundaries Sit down, write them out, and then talk about it with each other, right? And and if you don't know what boundaries are, think about the financial example we gave earlier, or think about pornography, or or boundaries for your children, screen time, right? I mean, we we have to have structure. In fact, there's a difference between having structure for control or having rules to protect. And the difference is the energy behind it. I'm trying to say, here's the guidelines that we're going to operate for. Here are the umbrella rules. Now, if we can abide by them, we're going to have a happier family. But you know what? We all have choices. We all can make mistakes. We all can do things wrong. But ultimately, in the end, we're trying to get to a place where we're all happier. And that's because we put stop signs up, stop lights up. And at the end of the day, we live with structure because no structure leads to chaos.
Mm-hmm. Great point. All right. Well, to our listeners, we hope our discussion on boundaries is helpful to you in, in really thinking about the ways that you guys communicate or don't communicate. Anyway, we encourage you to establish healthy boundaries, valuing boundaries where you respect each other. All right, Brett, thank you for your time, and thanks to our listeners for spending this time with us. Uh, You're listening to the Relationship Builder Podcast. If you have questions, relationshipbuilderpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, relationshipbuilderpodcast at gmail.com. You can ask your questions, and we'll try to address them here on our podcast. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. Remember... Love is a choice. Make it every day.